Welcome to the How to Pretend to Like Sports podcast. I'm your host, Monica Woodhams. I've been in the influencer industry for over 10 years, before it was even an industry. What I found missing in the space was a conversation around sports in a concise, not so serious way. And here I'm merging that with my influencer industry expertise. I'm here to bring you what you need to know this week in sports so that you don't have to be excluded in the conversation the next time sports comes up. Y'all, I'm back. This feels so weird. It's literally been years since I recorded a podcast episode. But yesterday, I decided I was going to do it this week. I rummaged through old bags and I found it buried in an old cheer bag. Shout out Casey Cheer. Still have that suitcase. Um, throwback to being 17 and doing cheers to Tech Nine songs. So a lot has changed. A lot has not changed. I still don't really know what these podcast episodes are going to look like, but bear with me. And, you know, we went through a pandemic. I bought a house. I got two dogs. I got bangs. There's just a lot has happened, but I'm excited to bring this back. I've been thinking about it for such a long time, and I don't know if any of y'all can relate to this, but I love the idea so much that I've been scared to really take action on it because of perfectionism at the end of the day. I'm like, I love this idea, but I don't want to ruin it by actually doing it. But we all know that gets you nowhere. So here we are recording another episode. I'm just calling this season three because, you know, like one is kind of like the influencer girl podcast stuff. And then two, I start going into the sports. And then now here we are. So we might as well just jump right in. And y'all, football season, it's upon us. It is almost here, which I'm excited about. I hope y'all are excited about or neutral about. I know like there was a point where I kind of wasn't looking forward to football season when I was like dating a guy because it was it like meant that weekends, well, and honestly like Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday were like him and his like friend time. But you don't really have to look at it that way. Because as long as like you can kind of like participate in the conversation, it makes it a it makes it more fun to be around in a group with the game on. So so to that point, if you get asked to join a football fantasy league and you have no idea how that even works, join it. It's a really good way to kind of know what's going on, kind of. And like at the end of the day, like it gets mentioned at work, like in passing, and it it's a good way to kind of learn about the players and teams in a fun competitive way. And again, it's like this podcast without having to actually watch a game. And at the end of the day, this is what it's about. I'm not trying to get you to 
become like a sports fan. This is just to like kind of help you participate in those conversations so you're not just sitting there like, oh my God, this is so boring. I have literally nothing to say because we all hate that. We hate just like nodding our head and being like, I'm ready to go. So another point to the football, fantasy football, um, I think the first one I did, I was like 22, 23. And let me tell you, if you're like 22, 23, and you're still going to your um, college tailgates and football games, um, join a fantasy football league. There, <laughs> Literally, I would go around talking to guys like at the tailgates. Like not, I mean, that makes it sound like I was like talking to all these guys. I mean, it would be like, one or two in a game where I was just like, hey, um, I joined a football fantasy league. Why do I keep calling it football fantasy? Fantasy football league. And um, will you look at my lineup uh, to make sure that like I'm going to do well? And I'm telling you, nothing boosts their ego like them feeling like they're the expert in fantasy football. And also, <laughs> that strategy got me to third place that year. So, I mean, not bad. But anyway, so what's going on in sports? It's still preseason for NFL. So, that's a good way to, you know, like start to see like new coaches and what they're doing with their teams and also rookie players, what they're doing. Um, during preseason games, the starters don't really have a lot of playtime, so you're not really seeing the full scope of what's going on. But I will say the highlight for me of preseason was Patrick Mahomes' his first year, and I think it was against the 49ers. It was a preseason game, and I was there in person, and um, he went in, and like right away you could tell like oh that's why we drafted him because it was it was a weird thing for like the chiefs to like draft a quarterback and like a lot of people hadn't heard of patrick so there at the preseason game i personally think like it all started to kind of make sense so other than that the only thing i really think is like noteworthy is just keeping in mind like the NFL starts regular season starts September 8th and then college starts August 27th and for college they'll play random teams or outside of the division teams at first and then they'll go into the actual conference play and speaking of college football we're going to ease into this podcast so really we're going to talk about real estate here and Oklahoma's, University of Oklahoma's former coach, Lincoln Riley, he has now accepted a position as head coach at USC. And he bought himself a nice little $17.2 million house, 3.17 acres, oceanfront mansion in Palos Verdes. Now, 
it also like these articles that are talking about this also said that he had two million two over one million dollar homes in Oklahoma. And I mean, talk about an upgrade. But also I was thinking, I was like, I would rather have if if I had millions of dollars to spend on homes, I would buy like an $800,000 house in Oklahoma because I'm sure that gets you a lot further than what an $800,000 home in Dallas would, let alone LA. And then like have homes in fun places. Like you could have a $1.2 million place in LA or a condo in DC, which is a very specific (laughs) desire, but I really want one. So Maybe we'll think of a better choice. I don't know, like a place in Europe. I don't know. Two million dollar houses in Oklahoma. I don't really get it. But anyway, about this 17 million dollar house. So it's 13,000 square feet, seven bedrooms, 12 bathrooms, five car garage, elevator, seven fireplaces, movie theater, which I guess that'll be really cool to like watch tape. Uh, tennis court, what I would do for a tennis court. And a putting green. It also has a putting green and that is my dream. I don't care what the size of my house is one day. I want a putting green so badly. Um, a sauna and steam room. A 600 bottle wine room. And a guest house. So not too shabby and it overlooks the ocean. It has like a really nice pool with the ocean view. So like they really went with the LA theme. They were like moving to LA, can buy a $17 million home. We're going to do the mansion, have all the stops, have the ocean view, have the palm trees, all the things. I would say that's an upgrade. So anyway, like I said, he has two homes in Norman. Oh, and they're they're both in Norman. See, I don't get it. I'm sure there's a reason, but I don't really feel like digging into it. But anyway, so one has already sold and the other is up for sale at $1.9 million. I didn't look it up. I started to. My computer started freezing and then I was like, it probably looks like any other large home in Oklahoma. Maybe I'm wrong. Let me know if I'm wrong. Maybe it's like architectural digest worthy. But I doubt it. So you might be asking, how did he go from like $1.9 million homes in Oklahoma to $17 million homes in LA? And basically, it's reported that USC gave him a long-term deal, which is about $110 million. So that would make him the nation's highest paid college football coach, including paid more than Alabama's coach, Nick Saban, which is wild. Honestly, all these football coaches' salaries are wild to me, especially like At the college level. I mean, if you think about like all the weird things in college, 
like I went to two um, really nice private schools. I went to Loyola Marymount in LA, which looks like you're at a resort. And then I went to TCU and they're as nice as college campuses can get. But like still, there's like weird quirky things that you're like, are they ever going to fix that? Meanwhile, the coaches are getting paid like $50 million, which I get like there's so much to the job. But it's still nuts. I don't know. At some point, it just feels like these numbers are just like fake numbers. And it's just like just throwing numbers out there. So I did want to keep this episode short and sweet around like 15 minutes. Just like as I eased back into this. Um, And so the last thing going moving on from football to F1. So I recently got into F1 like in the last year. And let me tell you, it is like my favorite thing. The personalities of the drivers are so great. Like they're just very entertaining, like off camera. That's a weird way to say it. Like just like on Instagram and even like on Drive to Survive, the Netflix show, that's a really good way to like start and ease into F1 if you haven't seen that yet. But it's just like a fun little group of people to follow. So anyway, they're on summer break right now, which the content on social media is 10 out of 10. They are all living their best lives on the French Riviera and wherever fabulous places in Europe on these amazing boats, just living the life. And it's just good for them. Talk about a terrifying adrenaline, like rushing sport where they're going that fast. And if like something goes wrong, it goes really wrong. Well deserved to just live your best life on the French Riviera, I think. And in case you're wondering, so my favorite driver is Carlos Sainz. He's from Spain. He's on Ferrari. So Ferrari's doing really well with the exception of making dumb decisions, but that's another conversation. Um, The other like top teams to really know about, if you just like hear F1 conversation, just so you kind of like have some context, Mercedes and Red Bull have like been really strong for a while and Ferrari is back at it this year and they're doing really well um, mostly because of Charles Leclerc he's doing so well and um, so really the top guys you're seeing are for Red Bull Max Verstappen and um, Sergio Perez Um, Mercedes is Lewis Hamilton and George Russell, which his girlfriend's style is 10 out of 10. I want all of her style. (laughs) I want all of her outfits or just like need to hire her stylist one day, maybe. Um, but you should definitely look up her outfits. They're so good. And then, yeah, for Ferrari, like I said, Carlos Sainz and Charles Leclerc, but Again, we could go on a deep dive in that, but we're keeping this short and sweet. So yeah, 
just like do a little Instagram search, watch them live their best lives. It's really entertaining. And yeah, that's where we're going to end it. So let me know what you think. I started a new Instagram account for this and it's pretend to like sports. I also have another Instagram I started that kind of like is the sister Instagram to this and it's unhinged but cute and that's going to be more like personal life with mixed in some personal development stuff which may or may not make its way into the podcast we'll see but again yeah let me know what y'all think I know it's completely random and out of the blue to suddenly like pop up but here I am I'm back and we will see where it goes.
Thanks for listening to How to Pretend to Like Sports. If you enjoyed the episode, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. Talk soon.